0: I'm Gab, he's Jules. Bitterly cold in West... Woohoo! Bitterly cold around Europe, because other than yeah. City, yeah, there was no league football, there was cup football, which, Loads of cup football. Let's face it, I thought, kind of sucked in France and in Spain. It's the early rounds, no yep. magic of the cup. Fortunately, there was one big game uh, in, uh, in in England to uh, keep us going. That's Arsenal against <laughs> Liverpool. This was box office, mm. and... Jules, those first 45 minutes, I thought Arsenal absolutely ragdolled Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, we'll get to the second half. But just tell me, you were there. Mm. What were Arsenal doing different? Is it because, hey, look, Kai Havertz is there up front, Georgie, the double pivot, and so things are actually working. And so yeah. when you press and then you win the ball back, you can actually retain it and...
1: Yeah, a lot of things worked really well in that first half. I thought they pressed really, really well and counter-pressed really well and put Liverpool under so much pressure. I, I think the double pivot, Jorginho, Declan Rice, worked perfectly.
0: It's amazing when you're somebody in front of the back four who can actually pass in traffic at the ball in the half turn.
1: Yeah, but he didn't even have so much to do that because they were just always in the Liverpool half, pretty much. And, and Liverpool had nothing. It was strange to see them being so inefficient in a lot of things that they, they did. And Arsenal, on the other hand, apart from scoring, of course, which is the big uh, low point of the day, everything else was just so good. Everything they created, um, the way they moved the ball even as well. Some of the, um, the, the patterns of play that we saw were, were great, even on the throw-in, uh, on the right-hand side at some point with White and Odegaard two, twice in a row, actually, they did the same trick. So there was a lot, I think, a lot of positives until they just could not put the ball in the back of the net, which I was, I, really I was watching on
0: television at one point, I think it was like minute 40 the first half, it was 12 shots on goal for Arsenal, just one for Liverpool. After that we had, we had Trent Alexander, yeah. Arnold shot out of nothing, hitting the crossbar. Then the second half rolls around and I, he tinkered a little bit with Nunez and Diaz and, and, and whatever, but we saw, I think, a very different Liverpool. Um we were talking off air before yeah. like, well Liverpool couldn't be any worse than they yeah. won in the first half. Sure. sure. But whatever he said to them got them around and they got back into this game. I'm talking about performance now, not chances. Because in the end, let's face it, both teams had chances, right? In the end the difference was made, the own goal by Kivior. It wouldn't have been a scandal, I think, if either team had won this game.
1: You no, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And for me, Jota was the game-changer coming on. I think it was far too easy for Arsenal to defend for most of the game before Jota came on. Whether it was Nunez as a nine, then a half-time club with Gakpo as a nine, and put Elliot in midfield, and Diaz on the right and Darwin on the left. And even if they were better in the start of the second half, it was, still not, it was still not very good, I thought, overall. But Jota is such an amazing player, I think. And maybe he was not fit enough to start the game, but when he came on, he made a big difference. And then, Do you think Jota can dunk? I don't know, but he beat <laughs> Saliba in the air on a, I know. On a <laughs> he's corner. Ah, so, uh, but it's just everything is so good, and it must be so difficult for centre backs to defend against, especially big, big boys like Saliba and Gabriel, because he's just so smart and so quick thinking, all of that. I just thought it was, it was brilliant, and I. I do think that Arsenal got frustrated and lost a little bit of even more sharpness as the game went on because you stay at nil-nil and when you are so dominant and you stay at nil-nil and you know that Liverpool are so good that they just need half a chance to score which they did then I think that gets into your head and your mind a little bit.
0: So my theme with Liverpool all season long has been they're getting results but they're not playing well they're yeah. not clicking performance matters. So was the case it's yesterday thing. case on Sunday, same. Well, the last couple of weeks they played much better. Mm-hmm. Sunday, I kind of feel like giving them a pass because look, if, if we take a look at who's missing, right? They're missing half their starting defense, right? Yeah. Robertson or whoever you want, and on and Robertson's backup as well. They're missing their best defender, Virgil van Dyke. They're yeah. missing <laughs> Sobasli, arguably their best midfielder, and they're missing their best player, perhaps, yeah. or in in Mohamed Salah. They're also missing what who I don't think's been great, but. Equally runs around and gives you yeah, yeah. defensive base more so than a McAllister who's back. So to adjust like that, I think you have to you have to give them credit. And and I think there's a point. And I'm imagining Klopp in the dressing room saying, "I'm not going to do his accent, although I'm tempted." But but telling them, "Guys, we've been rubbish, but look, God yeah. said we're still in this game. It's nil nil. We can't be this bad." Exactly. And the players respond to it. I do think switching Diaz and Nunez around and, and, and Gakpo, I think it certainly helped to give a different look, some different matchups. Um, but in the end, and I, and I hate to bring up belief, I, I think it was belief, no?
1: Yeah, it's just, I don't know if belief is wrong, but it's just that they, they know, they don't panic even when they're under pressure. They just know that at some point something is going to come their way. And there have been games where they didn't take them, but more often than not this season. They've just, they've just always taken their chances. It's, it's I, really impressive to watch when you are at the stadium. I don't like to take cup
0: games as indicators of what may happen in the league, but I kind of feel on this occasion um, that I will. We're going to get into the question of whether this game suggests that Liverpool might be favourites or, or, or have a higher chance of winning the league than maybe we saw before, given the way they came back into it. I'm going to turn it over to you. If hey, And again, we know not to let cup games necessarily influence how we view. Liverpool had been playing better over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, when you look at this, I'm assuming you still have City as the favorite. Yeah. Okay. Liverpool, though, did, did, have they closed the gap? Do you see? Because I look at this and I say, there's so much to fix in this Liverpool team. Right? It, it, the potential's there, right? But the left back to come back. Mm. Either one at this point. I mean, I think Roberts is still going to be out a while, right? Mm. But, you know, Tsimekas at least is an actual left-back. Unlike Jogo, who's out of position. And getting him back, obviously Van Dyke to return, but he will. Um, the midfield. I go back to this. Endo Kent doesn't give you the passing from midfield. He may run around a lot, but that's an issue. McAllister's now back, but then... I don't think McAllister covers the same ground. That's not his position. He's a very good player. He's coming off an injury. You need to need to fix that. Lucky for you, not lucky for you, because he's there. But Curtis Jones is having a really good season. Great up front. I still have the same questions about Gakpo and Darwin uh, and Diaz. Less so. If all these things click together, they can win the titles. I'm just wondering how does Klopp go about fixing all these things. And Klopp, I'm sure, realizes this. Yeah, I just oh, and think- then Trent, too. Because we saw when he moves into midfield, as he did in the latter stages of this game, he can be devastating in that role. He has a defensive shortcomings, perhaps, although maybe people exaggerate them a little mm, bit. Yeah. <laughs> Does he then make make a call to move him? No. I, how do you... I mean, there is a chance that Liverpool could all come together and be a match for Manchester
1: City. Yeah, they will improve and let's not forget that they will host City in the second half of the season. So, I think that's a huge advantage in the in the title race, which would be tight between them two. But also, I think Aston Villa somewhere, I think Arsenal will be amongst that too. There's still a lot of points that could be dropped. And we've said it before, but Liverpool being where they are now, without being at their best by far, is really interesting for them. because. So when you say fixing, there's no time to fix, though. So he will, be, he will be the same. It will be the same players, the same system. Nothing is going to change. McAllister now is back from injury. He will play as a six. And he will have to improve on the fly. Yeah. And I think collectively they will also improve. I'm a little bit more worried about Salah's absence. To be fair, for example, Liverpool will have to go back to the Emirates against Arsenal at the start of February without Salah. February unless 4th. unless Egypt are out, which I don't think they will be. Um, because yesterday, clearly, the plan... To replace Salah and again i said it before on ESPN plus on the coverage of the show if it was just Salah maybe it would have been slightly easier to to try to find a replacement the fact that Soboslav was also out so of that right hand side triangle with Trent, Soboslav and Salah you lost two-thirds of that and so it's not just finding who you replace Salah with, like, let's say, Harvey Elliott, because he's the only left-footed in that team apart from Salah in those positions. It's also finding the right chemistry between whoever will replace Soboslai and Salah and make them play together. And clearly Klopp was not happy because he changed it all at half time. So Elliott moved from the Salah position to the Soboslai position, and then Gakpo was in Sobosly position, moved into the number nine, and we had Luis Diaz coming into the Salah position. I'm not sure Diaz is the right guy for that position, but then if you don't think that anyone can reply Sobozlai. so I think Klopp, I think club wanted Elliott to replace Salah, right? The problem is, I think Elliott is better in that Soboslai role than Gagpo is, and that really nobody else is. So I think the Soboslai issue, even if it's a short term injury, I think he'll be back in two weeks or three weeks. It's not too bad. However, I still think it's a it's a bit of an issue. So I think I think Klopp will need to maybe tinker a little bit, but not much will change. It's just that he will hope that they improve collectively and individually for the ones who play out of position, for the ones who are in the best position, but maybe not at the best yet. A bit like a Luis Diaz, a bit like Darwin, a bit like um, you know, Gakpo when he plays, all of that. But, but still, there must be so much momentum and confidence in that dressing room right now, considering all, all of that we've just said. They they were surely looking at the second half of the season, thinking like, yeah, we can we can go and win everything—the Europa League, the FA Cup, the League Cup, the league, everything, really. I I
0: think this is where a manager really earns his onions. Uh, after a game like this, when you know these Liverpool players aren't stupid, they'll be doing the video review. They know what happened. They'll know that they were played off the park in the first 45 minutes. And depending how you spin the message, and obviously as a manager, you can come in and you say, hey. That wasn't you in the first half. Yeah, you guys are the guys in the second half, but you can be even better, right? And I presume this is what Klopp is telling him. Mm. Anybody can say that, but you have to make it believable. They have to believe that, and not dwell on the insecurities of the first half when you have Reece Nelson, who's you know, carrying you
1: apart down the left hand side. And but this is the pattern of the season. To be fair, I've, I think we've said it before. All the leg goals they've scored, so the equalizer. At City, for example, late 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 goal. The first goal and the two goals yesterday. Uh, the goal at Palace. There's a lot of games that they won late at Wolves. I think they scored late, maybe. There's a lot of games where they came back either for a draw, Luton turn away that late jazz goal, where the first half is often average for 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 this kind of team for this level, right. and then the second half, whether it's the, the substitution that clubs make, and we've said before, when you can bring on Jota and Graven off off your bench. It's, it's, it's great to have as a coach. It's a luxury to have. And yesterday he made mm-hmm. his first changes at 58 minutes, which is quite early. He often does it around the, the hour mark, but more often than not, it's after the hour mark. So 63rd, 65th, 67th sometimes. Yesterday was a, a little bit earlier. And, and, and it kind of worked, and I just think like that character also, to never panic as we said before, and to come back late in games where you've struggled at times, even against smaller teams than Arsenal, that, that surely is a huge See, guarantee. I, I, I'm
0: conditioned to generally judge managers by what they do tactically and how they help improve players individually. I think those are the two mainstays. This whole motivation, metaphysical self-belief, blah, 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 I'm like, meh. You know, you can say that about anybody after the fact. Mm. But with Klopp, I'm on board with it. I genuinely think he does what you're saying because it happens time and again. Now, he has to pick up the other side of it. He has to get them playing better. He has to get these individuals to improve. Yeah. Uh, Darwin, okay, as I see it, Luis Diaz, I think... He's got other levels to go to. And I don't think he's been been—he's been the issue. Because even when Luis Diaz plays badly, he always has that threat. He can yeah, go yeah. past you any time or whatever. Darwin, I think he's near his ceiling. Gakpo, I don't know if there's more to come. i, I The idea of Gakpo as a Bobby Firmino type, meh. You know, I, I don't know that he has a personality. I don't know that he has the the, the the vision, the intelligence to do that. He looks to me like somebody who kind of, you know... Manager tells him, do these five things, and he does those five things, but he doesn't give you any value add.
1: Yeah, um, I, a, I think for me, he's a
0: sub in that team. McAllister, you know, this is not his position. He's relearning a position, and he's been injured. I don't think he's a long-term solution. I think he's a long-term solution to Liverpool's midfield, of course. But yeah. McAllister and Soboslai with a proper defensive midfielder behind them. Or uh, ideally somebody who can also pass. Yeah. Uh, Kwanzaa, you told me after you made his debut, like, oh no, he's good, and I, I, I think he's done a job. It's yeah, easier to I play when you've got Konate Monster in the opposition. Ah, but there's so many little things yeah, to yeah. work on,
1: yeah. But there's little things in every team all the time, always,
0: you know. This is not, yeah, there's fewer things in Man City that you really need yeah, to fix. I'm but. not so sure. <laughs> um, let's go back to Arsenal.
1: Uh, well, first, I was going to ask about the Reese Nelson ahead of Martinelli thing. I think I think to be fair Martin Elliott played a lot and without much success on the pitch in terms of you know goals, assists, even his XG is really low. His non-penalty XG or X assist per game is something like one zero point one six it's really low. I think he could have done with the rest, he rested him. And Ries to be fair, played really well. Should have scored very early on, which could have changed the game maybe. Uh and then I thought I thought brought a lot in, in terms of the pace that he brought in, and he looked confident considering he hadn't played much.
0: And considering he fluffed that early chance too.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you, you and, can, you but can then,
0: see that with the guy who comes off the bench, starts out, does well, makes a yeah, yeah. massive screw up, Yeah. and then all of a sudden the insecurities come in. I mean, to his credit, that didn't happen.
1: No, no, yeah. And then when Martinelli came on, I thought, okay, maybe Nelson could have had five more minutes because I think it was the hour mark. And then Martinelli destroyed Trent twice in a row on that left-hand side for Arsenal. And I'm like, okay. Then I think Klopp, maybe not fully, but changes Trent's position to put him in field, put young Bradley right back for Liverpool. And then Martinelli never sees the ball again. And I think if I was, you know, one of those Arsenal players, especially one of those leaders, I would say like, okay, this is an easy matchup here. Martinelli, even low on confidence like he is, against this kid who's played like three games before, I think, coming on. Every time, or maybe started once in the Europa League, and that's it. Just give the ball to Martinelli and, and let isolate him and go one on one. Provoke go at Bar, uh, go up, uh, Bradley, and that n- never happened. Really, I was a bit surprised with that. Um, but I think Nelson did well, and Arsenal need other options anyway. So even if it was just a, a tryout from Arteta and it worked out okay, it was. Worth, I think he was right to try it because because they need at some point to rest a bit Saka, to rest a bit Martinelli, especially when Martinelli is not doing as well as he did last season. I don't think Saka had a,
0: had a great game. He um, see, seemed to kind of wane as, it, as the game went on. I also feel though that sometimes he's asked to do a little bit too much perhaps or he tries to do a little bit too much. Is that a concern or was it just more that Liverpool Defended well against them.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. He had a couple of chances to score. There's that volley in the second half. There's a few things in the first half as well. Um, It's just the way this team is built and the way this the style of this team, it would be a lot of Odegaard to Saka a lot of the time. So the ball goes to Odegaard. Mainly, mostly he passes in that direction. No, no, it's just. But it's, that's his position. He plays on the right hand side too, so it's easier for him to find Saka than to find whoever is playing as a left winger. It's more difficult. There's more bodies in between. Um, so if Saka doesn't have the success in terms of dribbling or provoking or going, you know, going two v one with White or whoever else, then then I think Arsenal. Yeah, maybe less a bit less efficient on that right hand side. I, I'm not worried about Saka. His numbers are a little bit down compared to last season, but I still think that he's the best player anyway. So.
0: Alright, you know how I love to be contrarian and I need to be convinced of facts. Uh, there's two knee-jerk, insta-pundit reactions that always come out when Arsenal fail to win. One is it's always Jorginho's fault even when he's on the bench. I don't think people could say this today. Because yeah, know he played really well, him and Rice. The Jorginho-Rice yeah. thing worked very, very well. It's yeah. interesting too. That was very much, I thought, a four-two-three-one. Other times when we've seen Jorginho play, you know, when Havertz was out, and it was more four-one-four-one, one 4 and yeah. they had the, you know, Rice was almost alongside uh, Odegaard. I thought this worked well. I yeah. thought this gave Odegaard more space in which to work, which I think Odegaard can benefit for, because he becomes a little bit less soccer-dependent, to go back yeah, to what yeah, you said before. Yeah. And you have somebody who can, who's press-resistant in Jorginho, who can pass through the press in a way that Declan Rice can't. I'm not criticizing Declan Rice, but he's a very talented player, but you know, short, intricate passing, give and go. It's not really his game. Yeah. And there's no need for him to develop that. It's almost like at this point, if you're Declan Rice, work on your strengths
1: and become even. Yeah. Better although more. I think he's been more press efficient than you're Did giving him credit him? for. Yeah. I okay. okay. um, But so that that's one thing.
0: And yeah. I that's good news. The yes, other thing, the other knee jerk reaction, and we see it instantly. Yeah. Um, is the lack of a center forward. Now. You know my views on Gabriel Jesus. He wasn't there. I can't blame it's him. It's not him yet. So it's not him. I thought of you. Um, I do think a little bit. Remember when they extended Eddie and Katia? And I thought, all right, are you sure you want to do this? Does it really make sense? To you? Are you? Is he actually going to be your second choice? And then a game like this rolls around, and no, look, he's not. Kai Havertz goes back to playing center forward. Now Kai Havertz played center forward for Chelsea for two years. So we can say, oh, Arsenal don't have a centre-forward. But, uh, you know, they do. They had a guy who played centre-forward for Chelsea for at least two seasons, won the Champions League playing centre-forward, played a lot of centre-forward. You can say he wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You can say maybe it's not as natural, but whatever. Arteta's been using him differently. In this game, he went back to him. Yeah, yeah. I think, other than some poor decisions, where maybe he cut the ball back to the wrong guy, obviously some of his finishing... It's not as well that one. There was that one occasion where he took.
1: Yeah, too many commercials. Yeah.
0: Took him an hour to get a shot off. Um, You know, if you're going to do that, you have to score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very cool to watch, but you have to score if you do that. I I don't know. I I don't have an issue with Havertz at center forward and continuing down this road. I agree. But the knee jerk is no, they got to go out, spend money. (laughs) Ivan Tony, Yeah. uh, Whatever else. Yeah. Where do you stand?
1: I it's a hard one because, you know, as you know, I think there's a lot of things that Kai Havertz bring and we saw that yesterday and maybe on television you could not always see it, but every time Liverpool were having a goal kick or trying to build up from the back and try and move naturally into midfield because that's what he does, Jorginho and Kai Havertz did a really good job. I kind of not man marking him, but not far from it, preventing him from just cutting that
0: Front pass shield, an, back shield. Angle it's pass. The, the oldest yeah, thing. You know just, where it's
1: going to go, right? So, And I don't think Enrique can do that. I think Gabriel Jesus brings a lot of the things. The, this, team, this team is built, and again, the style of play that Mikel Arteta has created for this team, that's taken a long time, I think, to implement to this team, is with the number nine that participate into the game. That linker play, that... Is there for the build the play, that defense, that presses. It's not someone who just stays in the box to be there to finish the chances. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's no number nine right now that they could, they could go and get, that's not doing that. I'm just saying that this is, not, this is not people in Zaggy number nine that they need right now because they would have to change the way they play and I don't think they want to and I don't think that's the solution, right? So then. Well, you're describing those Kai Havertz from the four. Were you saying somebody who, link, who, somebody who links the play? Yeah, so somebody Kai who does and Jesus are perfect for that. Eddie Nketiah, a little bit less. He's more of a finisher really. Whether you think he's a good finisher or no, it's not a problem. This is what he is. So why do I have to see Eddie
0: Nketiah play? Why not play when, when Jesus isn't there, or for me, actually, even when he is there? Why not? Because I, I, Kai Havertz will have played, I don't know, off the top of my head, you might know more
1: than me, what, three, four games at centre-forward? For Arsenal, no, I'm not even sure that much. I mean, he would move there, he would not start there for sure. Why? Because well, he why was not? signed to play as a number eight on that left hand side of the midfield. Okay, three. yeah. And then you realize, oh, look, I signed him on the left hand side. And what does it
0: mean? It means that Declan Rice has to build play a lot and it takes away Declan Rice's runs into the box, which he's very good at. Uh, he, gets in the, I mean, he gets in the way of Odegaard. I mean, he gets in the way in a, in a good sense, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they both end up looking for that same pockets, those shooting pockets and whatever. At some point, if your 4 1 1 doesn't work because. For whatever reason, and you're getting this kind of return from Gabriel Jesus when he's fit and he's unfit. Yeah. yeah. Why not give him a run at center forward? Yeah, no, I think I think that I mean, will we happen. Both agree this is a better choice than going out
1: and some knee jerk bring in a sniper or whatever. I think that's not going to do that. Nor yeah. should he do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think they're looking at the at the window at the market like everybody else, like all the big teams. And if something could happen, I think they might go there. And if they believe that there's an opportunity there, they might go there. But I think we could be, we could see a bit more of the double pivot with Jorginho and 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 Rice. There are teams where you don't need a double pivot no. because you will have seventy-five percent of the ball. I think he knows that. But yesterday he worked really well. And also so think, Jorginho
0: can't play every game.
1: So. No, no, yeah, that's true. Um, and I think we will see a bit more of Kai Havertz. I don't, I don't, th- I don't know if the injury to Jesus is a serious one or not. I don't know when he will be back. But I think. I mean, now they don't have a game for 10 days anyway, or 13 days. So we will see for the next game against Crystal Palace what he does, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Havertz again in that position. All right, so we're both on board with this. This whole knee-jerk, Arsenal must sign a striker, yeah, is... Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no, because that, that you pick up the papers, but you are, you always ex- say, pros, that's what
1: they always say. No, I know, but you often say, like, as long as a team creates chances, yeah, of course, it's frustrating. And yesterday it was really frustrating in the West Ham game, and now they're over 100 goals, and uh, they're over 100 shot on goal, and, and I've only scored three goals, or some ridiculous start like that, which is true, which is true, I understand. But at least they create, yeah. they create something. At least the, 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 the performance, are, well, certainly at Liverpool and West Ham, against Liverpool and West Ham were good. Fulham, okay, that was horrendous. But the rest was good, so I don't think it's time to panic. We're driven
0: by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash gab. Just go to indeed.com slash gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, enough Arsenal. How about some quick hits Let's instead? Let's go, Barcelona advance in the Copa del Rey with a 3-2 win Ooh. over something called Barbastro, yeah. which I'm told is a football club in the fourth year. That's right. Jules, they managed to give to give up 14 shots on goal 14. for a total XG of 2.5. Incredible. Um, and this was a
1: solid Barcelona lineup they put out. It was a very strong lineup. Especially, they just especially, have no especially margin. defensively. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but again, we go back to the problem. For them being so strong last season, domestically, not so much in Europe, but domestically, and then to be all over the place, so shaky. I mean, shaky, I think, is the perfect word to sum up the performance in that game. And yeah, they went 3-1 up. The second goal from Barbastro is late in the game, like garbage time, like you like to say. But still, they were shaky. The whole game, they were shaky. And usually in those games, you don't, Okay, you, you score early, which they did. And then after that, you just managed the game. But no, they were under pressure at times where you think like, you should never be under pressure in this game. It, it looked to me like there were some
0: players trying to do too much, like Ferran Torres, like Rafinha, I thought, had a good game. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. well,
1: was okay. Firmino was the best player, I thought. But. It, it, it just appeared to me like,
0: all right, let, let's go and let's smash them rather than just kind of managing the tie. And I actually thought the defenders in this game because there's a lot of individual mistakes, which is how yeah. they ended up with this many shots. Yeah, yeah. I thought they 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 said, "All right, it's just the, you know, this is done. Why are we playing? We shouldn't be playing. They should have the subs in." And they ended yeah. up
1: costing. Them. Yeah, no, maybe it's strange. But I mean, we saw Atletico Madrid as well struggling away at Lugo too. So we'll get to that. Not just them, but yeah, Inter the top of Serie A with a two-one home win. Over Verona, but Gab, how about the final 20 minutes or so? It was absolutely unbelievable. So much went on.
0: Yeah. I have to start with Marco Arnautovic. If you get a chance to go watch these highlights, Arnautovic comes on, and the first thing he does is he gives up, inter winning 1 0. First thing he yeah. does is he gives up the ball. May or may not have been fouled, but still, you're a big, strong boy. You'll yeah, go yeah, down sure. by like, like a sack had. of potatoes. Uh, they go up the other the, the other end of the pitch, and Thomas Henry, who of course is Thierry Henry's son, yep. scores uh, to make it one-one. Yep. Right, and then after that, the there's two other incidents where Arnautovic pops up. <laughs> One is there's a header from I think from from, from Benjamin Pavard, yep. where he's Arnautovic somehow runs to the goal line. He doesn't see the flight of the ball. The ball hits him on the backside, and he keeps the goal out. It's a goal line clearance yeah. for Verona, uh, and then the third one is he's literally standing. He's got both feet on the ball line. The ball's coming from the sky. He's like six foot five. <laughs> all he has to do is just touch the ball. Let the ball touch you, and then he somehow doesn't connect on the header. So absolutely, you're not going to oh, see oh, a worse twenty minutes yeah. uh, spell from a striker. Um, but then at the end, I mean, all hell. Good, Inter very very lucky because they're winner. It was an elbow from Bastoni. Yeah. Whether you think it was a vicious elbow or whatever, the goal should have been uh, struck off on because it was an Andre Duda in the build-up to Fratesi's goal. Uh, and then at the end, Inter managed to give up a penalty, which, again, Henri, yeah. not, not quite as good as his dad, no. uh, Titi, Henri. <laughs> uh, by the way, yes, I know, it's not really his son. They're different colours, and T. would have had to have him when he was about 12. But yeah. still, still, it's, um, a good, it's, a good idea. it's a good story. And then the guy puts the penalty off. You could tell as well. Uh, he was so nervous. Yeah, he was so tell. nervous. 10th minute of injury time. It's always wild with Inter. Strip all that away. Yeah. T- two big takeaways. One, you need a reserve striker who's not an out and likes to send just one goal between this, this whole season. That's not true. good. That's true. Uh, and the other takeaways, I thought Inter actually
1: played well. Yeah. Until an came on. Yeah, Great yeah. That's right. that's you maybe, you know, it's the start of the new year. That's what maybe they were just not.
0: Manchester City stomp all over Huddersfield 5-0 as Kevin De Bruyne and Jeremy Doku make their return. Jules, Jules this was only ever going to go one way, right? But it's yeah. good to see these guys back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the the big news of the weekend for them is Kevin De Bruyne coming on in the last Doku, half hour. And and though, yeah, but Doku is. You know, He's Bob with quality. He's not De Bruyne, though. And he took the armband as well. He gave an assist. He was good when he came on against the Huddersfield team that were already well beaten. Foden was great. Too, and so was Alvarez. It's just brilliant, and now you've got Holland. I think soon to come back as well. So you'll have take everybody his time now
0: with De Bruyne back.
1: You will have everybody there. And Pep, I think rightly so as well. He said let's not rush KDB yeah. too much because that injury was so bad. Mm that I think they're going to manage his, his game time, which is t- totally logical and normal to do. But that was a good a good way of coming back, especially at home as well. So well done to them. Roman Atalanta battled to a hard 4-1-1 draw, which really helped neither team in the hunt of their top four. But Gab, guess who gets sent off again? Yes, Jose Mourinho, uh,
0: two yellows, the seventh time in uh, uh, the last two and a half seasons. He's going to miss their big game away against Milan uh, next weekend. Yeah. Uh, the first one was really dumb. He was complaining for a foul and he thought he was asking for the Atalanta player to be booked. When the referee wouldn't book him, he says, well fine, then book me instead. And sure enough, that's him. what he did. Yeah. Um, I think both teams had chances. Neither team could finish. Roma a little bit lucky because it was a really stupid, stupid foul uh, that I think it was Ruggieri, the, the Atalanta player, made to, to, to on uh, Karsdorp to, to cause a penalty. Um, They need to do better and they need to to, to play calm. Yeah,
1: I I thought they had enough chances to win, to be fair. I thought they were good, but it's only a draw.
0: Jules, we're not done. More quick yes. Chelsea advanced with a 4-0 win over Preston North End. The club made great by Sir Tom Finney. Sorry, yeah. I have to get a Tom Finney reference in of whenever course. I can. Yeah. Jules, you were there at Stamford Bridge. And I judging football. from your tweet, uh, you
1: liked the last half hour more yeah. than the first 60 minutes. Yeah, I'm not even too sure about the last hour. Uh, last half hour, to be fair. I mean, Chelsea won. It's very good. It's three wins in a row. I've said that on, the, on ESPN coverage, too. It's all good. Winning right now is the most important for them. Broja's scoring good. Broja's scoring good header. I mean, thank God he did that header, because apart from that, there was nothing. We are struggling a little bit, and I don't want to be too harsh. But really, we've watched them all season. And now it's been, we are the beginning of January. Poch has been there since July the 1st, mm-hmm. right? He had the full season mm-hmm. to work, and I know it's a big squad. A lot of players coming in, coming out, all, I, I understand. But I watch them every weekend and I don't see any improvement whatsoever. Apart from maybe... What about Malagusto on the left? You didn't like that? Yeah, but no. I mean, he was on my side on the first half. And as you know, (laughs) at the bridge, we are so close to the pitch. I saw Enzo Fernandez being as frustrated as me. He was on the pitch. I was in the stands, not understanding why nobody was moving in front of him. Uh, so apart from individual brilliance, like you can see from a Cole Palmer and nine again, oh right, quite consistently to be fair, the best thing that we've seen from Chelsea this season, from a couple of players there and there, I just don't think there's enough collectively. I don't think Pochettino is doing enough. I don't see enough improvement from this it's team. Not Alfie Gilchrist, that must have been. Yeah, right back. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he, why, why had, did he, he see- had cramps. <laughs> Stop. After that, but should, because he gave a lot.
0: Why did Thiago Silva come on? Just so that like he wants him to earn his money? Like, What was the purpose of sending this man at his age out into the cold like that?
1: Well, I guess Gilchrist could not continue. And then I'm not sure who else from the bench. I can't remember. Does it matter? matter? No, 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 it doesn't. Because Preston Whatever. were really, really average, mm. by the way. But they had two really good positions in the first half. I would... I'm a bit worried about Chelsea because I, I think they should be better than where they are right now. And that's, that's my assessment to it. Another week, another late Juve comeback, Gabi against Salernitana, who are bottom of the table, of course. They go, go down, equalize and then Dusan Vlaovic scores the winner in injury time. Is the Allegri method working or is it concerning that they were still just 1 1 away well, at Salinasana?
0: Against the team that went down to 10 men yeah. uh, early in the second half, yeah, against the, the team that they had beaten 6 1 a couple of days earlier, against a team that's managed by super people in Zaghi, yeah. very cool, you know, sex, yoga, and rock and roll, but when it comes to coaching, uh, meh, no. Um No, I think the best you can say is. Allegri's finally decided hey look let me actually play some of these young guys because they're actually good Kieran mm-hmm. Yildiz started again yeah. Vlaovic tremendous header Yeah. Uh, other than that Juve don't play well Kostic was terrible again
1: at the back they, they haven't think, played think, well all like, season to be no, fair no
0: but it's another big win, it's another comeback and they believe their own hype. It's yeah. a bit like look, when Klopp does it, we say it's great. Yeah, that's true. That's Maybe we should true. give Leggedy credit. Yeah. I don't know. Barry Saint Germain beat a fourth tier in the Coupe de France when Rivella, is that is that, that's, that's like Toulouse way. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, rugby cast, country,
1: no? Yeah, cast, exactly
0: rugby country. Um, They're playing a the rugby stadium by the way Jules,
1: but uh,
0: I want to ask you all about my boy Door opening a scoring account because that's really exciting. Oh, and Kaylor Navas playing his first minute to the season. No, just kidding. Yeah. We need to talk about that. I think to tell me how we great is. Uh, a website called Foot Mercato got everybody excited by saying that Kylian Mbappe had agreed to deal with Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, on Sunday night. I mean, it's a well respected website. They have some good information. The guy who, the journalist who wrote it, uh, Santi, who I know quite well, is really good. He's got good sources. So this is not something that you just see appear coming out of nowhere. I don't know how they got it. And certainly they got it before everybody else, us included, uh, and all the, the big kind of like transfer market specialist, if you want. So we will have to see. I No confirmation yet. No confirmation from anyone. Uh, certainly, I, I haven't got it yet. I don't think, I'm a bit surprised if he happens so quickly. And we know that Real Madrid were kind of saying we need an answer quickly. Mid-January would be great. I, I think Kylian will take as long as he wants to to take a decision anyway. And I think Real Madrid will go with it. Like uh, Liverpool or like a PSG or like a, any other team that he could be joining or playing for next season. So we'll have to see. But yeah, he got everybody I, going. I, I'd be...
0: I I don't know. I mean, if they got it, fair play to them. Um, yeah. I think there's always more dotting of the i's and crossing of the t's yeah. that's required. And it's interesting, too, because on the same day, on Sunday, there was a piece in the Sunday Times by a journalist who was very close to God, I'm not exposing your source, Duncan, please don't complain. Uh, who's very close to Luis Campos yeah. coming out and saying, oh no, Mbappe won't be rushed into Real Madrid, he, he wants to play in the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. So, we'll see.
1: So, yeah, but we've said it before, he likes the Premier League, he likes Liverpool, he likes Real Madrid a lot more than Liverpool, I think, because that's his club, and PSG is his current club, and he also loves PSG, so it would be one of those three, for sure. Milan win 3-0 away to Empoli to stay third in Serie A. Stefano Pioli believes they have turned the corner gap, is he right? Well,
0: they're getting better results, five wins and six. They're, they're safe True. in terms of, of, of Champions League. They've got, what, like a seven-point lead over, over fifth place. And it's great to see the youngsters. Sheik yeah. Traore, uh, Jimenez played, yeah. scored, actually. Uh We've seen Giancarlo Simic. They'll be better when all their injured guys come back. Yeah. Rafael Lao also had a really good game. Oh, gratis, that's, yeah. that's really encouraging. Yeah. Real Madrid advanced fast Arandina 3-1 as Arda Guler delights on his debut. Jules. More, I think, personally, more important than Art Guler, um, We got to see Tobias at right-back nah. and especially Alvaro Carrillo at centre-back. Which of the three is going to play the biggest part the rest of the season?
1: Ah, come on. Oh, Art de Gouler, 100%, if he can stay fit. Yeah, but they have other guys who play Art Guler's position, but Carrillo... Nah, no, I'm not sure we see much of Carrillo. They did OK against Arandina, uh, Tobias as well, but I think everybody just was looking was watching Arda he hit the post with his right foot and then the post with his left foot on that wonderful free kick. He's just such an exciting player to have and yeah, I don't know where you would play him or instead of who and how and I think I think that in itself is quite exciting but at least he was back first, start, first game because he had obviously bad luck Let with me injuries. Rephrase this. this
0: season it's more important that they get either Tobias or more likely Carrillo to contribute significant minutes between now and the end of the year, if they're really not going to sign another centre-back, I'm sorry, I worry uh, about this. It keeps yeah, me no, up at night. I know
1: you night. do. But I saw Eda Militao back at training. I mean, at least on his own, so he might not be too far. So we, we'll see. But I think Ada Gula is certainly the one they're expecting the most from. Napoli lose badly at Torino, 3 0 and the travelling fans are furious. Gab. I think you did warn us a long time ago about Valter, the master of disaster.
0: I, I told you. I told you. And it's fine for you, De Laurenti, to say, oh, it's all my fault, blame me. Okay, fine. What are you going to do to fix it? Yeah. How are you going to fix it? Sack him now. Why would you, you keep him? Uh,
1: you sack Garcia for less than that. But yeah, because still, you're still at the end of
0: the season. You've paid to the end of the year. He doesn't like, uh, he doesn't like paying managers. Bah. Horrible situation. And that by the way, terrible. Noah seaman, they still had Kvartskele, they still had Raspadori. It was a strong and, team, man. And the fans are really, really angry. Yeah. This is way back on Friday, but a late Pedro Porro goal sends Tottenham Hotspur past Burnley 1 0. Jules, I was expecting more goals
1: in this match, given yeah. who the two managers are.
0: But I guess you enjoyed Porro's Techers at least?
1: Oh, yeah. And you know what? As soon as he got that ball, he recovered the ball high, then I knew he was going to hit it and he was going to score it exactly that way. I, I saw it in my head before he even hit it. I just thought Spurs were average, but they found a way of winning it. I mean, maybe I Agmin mean, sons not being there will be big for them. I mean, we <laughs> anticipated it, but maybe you saw there that they really missed something when he's not there, but they won't. It's the most important. You take that and then you move on to the next game. I thought Burnley could trip them up. But everything yeah, yeah, not. no. And if his scored that big, big chance, and nil-nil, maybe they would. And sticking with Spurs, we joked the other day about Timo Werner coming back to the Premier League, but apparently it's happening. He reportedly signed on loan for Tottenham in the next few days. Yeah, so
0: I think he started two games for Leipzig this season, came off the bench, There's a lot of competition, but didn't exactly pull up trees last year either for for Leipzig. I'm hoping um, you got a good deal on his wages because he was on a big salary at Chelsea, presumably still on a big salary at Leipzig, maybe spread out over more years. Like Ange knows what he wants knows yeah. what this guy gives if you want somebody to run in straight lines <laughs> I don't know if he's going to work out his finishing <laughs> for his style of play he seems to fit he gives you work rate yeah, he gives that's you work true. ethic the goals at are going to have to come from somebody yeah. else at least while Son is away Kulusevsky maybe more so than Richarlison is not particularly prolific hey everybody deserves a second chance or that's a third true. chance in Werner's case Lons V Monaco was perhaps the most
1: high profile Coupe de France clash. Jules, it did not disappoint. Ah Gabby, it was amazing. Just absolutely amazing. In the freezing cold at Bollard. He finished 2-2. Uh, no extra time anymore in the, um, in the French Cup, so you go straight to penalties. Uh, and what a penalty shootout we had. One of the best I've ever seen, I won't lie. Uh, five penalties stopped by the two goalkeepers, so by two goalkeepers together, three for Samba. for Majewski, who's the Monaco second goalkeeper. And Uh, the man for whom Reading Stadium is named. Of course, yeah. Who, by the way, had an absolute stunning game in uh, normal time because Lens were much better than Monaco. They should really have won, but they couldn't score that third goal. Uh, And then in the penalty shooter, he saved two, as we said. And then Lens, Medina hit the crossbar, for example, and and he finished Monaco winning 6-5 um, in, a, in a really amazing penalty shooter if you can go and find it somewhere it's amazing although you could not find it Gabi, if you didn't have French television but yeah great and I felt a bit for Lens because really they were unlucky but for Monaco and Adi Hutter the really good season continues okay, you know my thoughts on Adi
0: Hutter um, I want to say about Lens um, we said right Europa League Thursday night we do the show here Yeah. and we hop the Eurostar that's right you can get Joseph to hook us up yeah, yeah? of course of course we'll who is on. he playing in the Europa League
1: I keep forgetting. Uh, I keep forgetting. It's got to be well. one of the Champions League rejects, right? Uh, yes. So, so they're playing... Oh, no, they are the Champions League rejects. Sorry. No, so there we play a team that finish in... Uh, I've got this coming. Whoever they, it is. whoever it is. Freiburg, man. that's it. Freiburg, Freiburg, there we go. Bit of Christian really strike. good, exactly. Get some frites and mules. on know, that on. should be fun. That Let's make it fun. happen. Memphis Depay scores twice as Atletico Madrid. beat Lugo 3-1. Gab, your resident <laughs> Memphis Solek... So you must be happy for him. I am. I want him to
0: play. And look, I'd rather talk about Memphis than talk about that horrendous defending that we saw again yeah, at man. the back. I don't understand why on? you can't fix it. It doesn't matter if Witzel's at the back or if Vitzel's in midfield, it's the people behind him. Um yeah. yeah, I don't know where you fixed the issue. But look, he missed two months out of the season. He's back. I get it. Maybe Cholo, maybe maybe can we can we consider Griezmann in midfield and space for Memphis because the reality is Monata and Griezmann are going to not just start every game yeah. as you would expect but you're not really going to take them off unless you're chasing the game which you generally oh sorry you're not really going to take them off unless you're like 3-0 up which you probably won't be or unless you're chasing the game you want to bring on another striker in which case you might often bring on Correa as well I don't know what Memphis wants to do but I just want to see him play regularly because he's entertaining I know I agree I agree All right, Jules, you need to explain this Paris Saint-Germain lobbying (laughs) for Lionel
1: Messi's Ballon d'Or story. I find it all extremely I'm not too sure either. I'm not sure. There's a lot of investigations going on around Paris where the former director of comms, so all these investigations, it's all the same people. They're investigating.
0: this is this this is the same kind of branch of the investigation which is more generally looking into Qatar and Nasser al Halifi. They're the ones who are also looking at remember the guy who said that Nasser al Khaifi kidnapped yeah, and tortured. Exactly, him? that's it. That's it's it. It's all the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. And they so gave, this guy used to work for PSG. Yeah.
1: I, they, they keep leaking things yeah, exactly. to the media, little yeah. by little, right? Yeah, little by little. So for example, that, uh, the former PSG director of Coms had tight links with Gerard Damena, who is the uh, currently the... Minister of Sport, no? No, he's oh, the uh, uh, Home Secretary, yeah, Interior Minister, uh, but before he was also like some sort of economy minister, not exactly that, but something like that. And when they signed Neymar, they wanted to have his opinion. So there's there's those kind of weird links in a way. That came out this week, and we're like, okay, that's interesting. And then linking, again, PSG to Pascal Ferre, who used to be the France football boss in charge of the Ballon d'Or and all of that. What does he do for a living now? Now he works for PSG. Yeah. But,
0: but, but, sorry, but this story argues that, so if you remember back, 2021 was pandemic year, so there was yeah. no Ballon d'Or. Yeah, well, Lewandowski should have there won. There was no it, football in France. Did he so want, did they want to give it to Lewandowski? So yeah, so the year after that, that that's the year that he narrowly won. He won the Copa America. Um, yeah. And that was the year he narrowly won it over Lewandowski. And I believe that was also the year before he arrived, or it was the year that he arrived in Paris, right? Yeah. Uh, When he did not have a great season, no. Um, I don't understand. So the allegation is to make Messi happy, they rigged the Ballon d'Or for him. Well, yeah, rigging
1: is a bit strong. They lobby, yeah. uh,
0: Wait, the Ballon d'Or, you know, and I think the whole thing is really, really stupid. But it has a bazillion voters from all different countries around the world. Do you think, what, this guy Ferre somehow...
1: Then try to influence some of the voters. Them, please vote yeah, for Messi because he won the Copa America? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, 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 yeah. And he says it's he funny. voted for Lewandowski anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think his vote is public But too, he but right? had apparently a lot of uh, like tickets to go and watch PSG, trips to Qatar, all that kind of stuff. I don't know, offered to him or given to him. I'm not really sure exactly. So it, it doesn't look good on paper. And then France Football came, came out yesterday saying like, no, all the votes were clean. What are you going to say? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, But yeah, so it's... Doesn't that happen though a lot? Where you have, you know, you you bring guests to your to a game to your team, whatever team it is. It could be PSG, but also like you know, top teams in Italy, in Spain, and, you know, and you've got guests often that come that can come with you in in one of the boxes. It doesn't always mean it's, that you want a favor from them in return, or I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're bringing in journalists
0: from obscure country. If You're flying them to Paris and bringing, giving them, g-
1: sending them to games. I don't know if this is the allegation. In the no, because that, that was for Ferre, only Ferre, nobody else. Only, okay, so oh yeah, it was only yeah. Him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. It,
0: it's really odd. I also wonder. Look, I mean, the the kidnapping and torture story is, uh, is awful. If they're using public money, if the government's involved by all means. Yeah, yeah. Magistrate no. should be investigating. This angle of the story. Right, yeah, it's is in this the South but it's a lot of serious. I mean, yeah, Le Monde, yeah, it's, it's pro- not just like silly press that's going, no, no, no it's, a it's a proper investigation, proper yeah, investigation. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And and it's, looking at this too. it's
1: from the police report and everything, yeah, yeah no, it's so remarkable, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Henderson is reportedly unhappy at Alitifag in Saudi Arabia and would like a return to the Premier League, Gab. What a surprise! I mean,
0: look, I. He's been he's been criticized already for 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 going there in the first place, giving his yeah. stance. Can we
1: give him more criticism? You went for the money. What did you expect?
0: Okay, well, alright, So if he went for the money, yeah, uh, and not to discover a whole new world inside, realize I he doesn't guarantee. like it. he doesn't like playing yeah. in front of seven thousand people in a yeah. thirty thousand seat stadium. He's tired of Steven Gerrard. Tired of losing because the team is yeah, pretty are good. they are pretty either. bad. Yeah. It's very simple. You go to them and you say, hey guys.
1: Uh, Let's cancel my contract. It's not that simple, apparently, right? We would have to pay some sort of like taxes or anything like that or something. I think there's probably a tax
0: implication because I'm assuming he's not paying taxes on it. But you yeah. know what? If the reports are correct, he's making like £700,000 yeah. a week, right? I mean, he's making an absurd amount of money. Yeah, He could easily go and pay the taxes on that money,
1: cancel his contract and come back. Uh, you know this is a situation you know what I think of him right you know I'm not a fan even less when he decided to make that move I you're not a fan of him as a footballer yeah I mean as a person he no seems no like I a know nice but guy. like we could also have but told you before that it's not to everybody likes to go there especially in a team that is not doing well but at this point Jordan I think a lot of people would gain respect
0: if you if you don't like it rather than telling yeah. the telegraph that you don't like it yep. blah 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 we're open to a move You go to El Atifak and you say, hey, all this money you're giving me, give it to somebody else, I'ma walk away, I'll pay the taxes I need to pay, I've made enough money, Come back, help somebody. You're helping yourself too because I'm reliably involved, uh, informed that there's uh, euros this summer too, which yeah. might, might play into it. Do it that way. If you're trying to engineer some sort of loan back to the Premier League for six months, okay, yeah, Southgate yeah. sees you, but you don't want to give up your money, it's a different yeah. You're entitled that's to your true, money, that's true.
2: but then you got to stay there. That's yeah. what a contract means.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Eric Dyer isn't
0: getting much playing time at Spurs, but supposedly Thomas Tuchel would like to have him at Bayern. I know you're a big fan of Eric Dier. This has to be a joke.
1: You are winding me up. Everybody's winding me up with this. Uh, This is not possible that Bayern Munich, who needs a defender, not even just a body, because I think whoever comes in, whether it's Dier, Mukiele, somebody else, will get some minutes at some point. Eric Dier cannot be that person. I've got nothing against Eric Dier, the it's got an the expiring person? contract, he's not playing under your friend. He's just not good enough for Bayern Munich, he's not good enough for Spurs under Angus. He can't be he can't, the can't be the force. Well, well no, he can't. Listen, they signed Bunesar and Bunasar for ten million euros, what, four years ago or three and a half years ago. And we were all like, What? Bunassar for me is like an Eric Dyer signing. or Eric Dyer is like a Bunesar mm-hmm. signing. It really is. So Gap.
0: Why? why? Bring Stanisich back.
1: I, I just don't know But they have money Why would you go On a cheap For signing Eric Dyer? What's the reason Behind well, it's that It's a six month loan And then Dyer's a free agent He gets to hang out With Harry Kane For, for well, I, I don't know I, But honestly between Unless this, they want to Please Harry Kane And he went to them And said please Sign my, sign my boy be, be, Between this And his obsession With With, with the midfield
0: thing With the Polina thing And like Man Kimmy He's not a six Kimmy He's not a six I, I I'm, I'm getting tired Of this crap <laughs> I'm honestly like sort it out, but Kimmich can play six for a bunch of different managers before you come here and then you decree like God has gone up the Mount Olympus and spoken. No, Kimmich cannot be as a six, not in my system. Change your freaking system. Bayern Munich were around and successful for many years, yeah. many years with Joshua Kimmich before you arrived. You're Mr. Flexibility, yeah? You're, you're dust Rule Breaker. Sort it out, honestly. I know. Instead of destroying this guy's career, like, oh no, Kimmich is going to go back. You're not destroying
1: Kimmich's career. What?
0: Well, all but you, do, all you do is crap on eight. him from, the, I from know, morning to night. If he sees night.
1: him more as an eight, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, six, eight, ten, twelve. You just can no. throw numbers. There's lottery no. numbers. Also,
0: Limers there, right?
1: Yeah. He needs oh, on is right he a six?
0: Back. Oh no, Limmer's yeah. going to play right back. Even though Limer, of course, played in midfield at Leipzig a lot. Yeah. So I, this whole thing makes no sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's League Cup semi-final time this week. I bet you're loving it, Gab, with Middlesbrough facing Chelsea on Tuesday and Liverpool hosting Fulham on Wednesday. The first leg, of course, of the semi-finals. there would be no VAR in these games. So, look, <laughs> I find this really, really funny. So in the FA Cup, yeah, there is VAR. The only, a Premier, only ground, a Premier League Only a Premier Which grounds, is in itself an out. insult to the to the FA Cup. <laughs> Why? It's either for everyone or for no one. You so can't two. just Me. <laughs> it's so unfair. <laughs> it is so unfair. The VAR is there to get the decisions right
0: in the context of that game. So you'd rather have wrong decisions. Yeah. Okay, assuming you're pro VAR.
1: Yeah. Like, You'd rather have wrong decisions in a game. Give it to everyone. I don't care why well, some teams would You'd have like it and it not the others. Up. So don't have it for anyone then. So
0: so in the FA Cup, you can have it for some games and not for others. Yeah. But in the League Cup, you have to have it in both semifinals or no semifinals. And by the way, there will be VR in the final <laughs> at Wembley. Uh, this makes no sense to me. Well, it's like, this it's like, like the so FA stupid, Cup, I tell you.
1: What? It's, wait, so they don't do it for the FA Cup but they then for the league they go oh no that's unfair because there's different people running it well, yeah, but, but still. But this is so
0: stupid I don't understand if you have VAR if you believe VAR makes you better and by the way the league right believe VAR is good because they have it in the Premier League yeah. right? then have VAR where you can have VAR don't have it for the Middlesbrough Chelsea first leg uh, in Middlesbrough have it for the
1: second leg at Stamford Bridge What's the problem? Well, no, I no, I think you need. Oh no, we have to make bad decisions in every game, including, by the way, they make bad decisions with VR anyway. So they make bad decisions even when there's VR there. So (laughs) why can't Liverpool and Fulham or both Premier League? I know. Why? Why can't they? No, you need the consistency. You need the consistency. The independent reports at Bradford. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's
0: 100 million pounds I mean, for Ivan Again, Toney. you are winding me up. You are absolutely winding <laughs> me up. by the way, we're all supposed to really feel sorry for him. I love this this guy, like, after what he did. right? By the way, yeah. go back and read the report. It's not somebody accidentally betting. No. It's not, like, you know, gambling at it. It's somebody going and misrepresenting facts when he's under when he's being questioned, yeah. which, by the way, is called perjury. Um, just read the report. Read the report, then make up your own mind. Um he says he fell out of love with football during his ban. Stop watching oh, football; he didn't love no. it. And then maybe he remembered he had a contract, and this is how he's oh, he yeah? living. And yeah. maybe he likes it again. Anyway, he's back in training. I think he played for Brentford. B. B yeah, called.
1: Um So Brentford say they want <laughs> 100 million. Which, to yeah, me is good luck with like that. He's not for sale. Yeah, good luck with that. Nobody will even bring nothing close to that amount. He hasn't played for eight months. So like, and I mean, this is baffling. Me, but listen, they don't want to sell him. They need him to be fair because they're pretty bad this season so far. They're, they're not going to go down. It's fine. The thing is, if
0: you're Brentford, once you know you're not going to go down, yeah. So the best scenario for Brentford is play Tony every week, even if he makes your team worse. You score a, goal, a couple goals, yeah. and then you can trick somebody stupid
1: in into summer. signing him in yeah. the summer, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming this is Brentford's great but game is, plan. Yeah, this is exactly what they're going to do. So all <laughs> that all I talk about Tony is going to leave. All those teams who want Tony in January, I don't. I can guarantee you, he's not going to move in January. But there's so many it's teams who need, a, who need a proven goal. Yeah, a hundred right? million. Yeah, Arsenal, though? So. No? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lorenzo Insigne and Federico Bernardeschi. Oh my God, this is really a really silly season with these quick hits, by the way. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, you've you've played the blind there. Lorenzo Insigne and Federico Bernadeschi haven't, haven't quite worked out at Toronto in MLS. Could we see them back in Serie A or maybe in Europe? I mean, look, it's in Saudi Arabia, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think Insigne, like, I don't follow Toronto FC from what I've been told. Insigne has had a more difficult time than Bernardeschi, who's yeah. played a bunch of games. Insigne 32, he's a contract of 2026. Again, simple binary choice. Do I want to retire as a far richer man is yeah, otherwise, big money. or do I want to play some football? I don't think insignia should come, come can come back to Napoli or should go back to no, Napoli I agree. because then you end up having to share the you know, space with the master of disaster. <laughs> um, but it's simple. You cut your wages. Yeah. You cut your wages and you put yourself in a situation where will. you can leave. Sure. He's thirty two. He Benadeski's twenty nine. Again, I'm told he hasn't been great. But if he likes living in Toronto, if he's settled, you know, he's got a couple more years. Yeah, he's um,
1: a different dynamic. But
0: but yeah, you, you need to think about this. Just because he's small and skillful and Jovinko worked out for you, yeah. doesn't mean that the next guy is going to be the same no. way. There's no need to pay these people all this money. That's very true. More buy and transfer stuff, Jules. Uh, they've been linked with Nordi Mukiele. Now, to me, yeah. this makes a lot more sense than Eric Dier, not least because he can play two positions.
1: That's right, Gabi. He can play right back and centre back. He even played left back uh, a couple of games for PSG. When Ooh, but are. can he play as a six? Can he play as a six? He probably could. Yeah, uh, sure, maybe he could. And he's a young player. Apparently, Tuford has always been a fan. He even tried he's to... been in the Bundesliga before. Went to Chelsea. He knows the Bundesliga really well. For PSG, who are, I think, open to... Letting him go. They bought him for 10 million euros 18 months ago. And now they're discussing it, a transfer fee around 30 million. So for once, for once, or for a really rare time, PSG can actually make a profit on a player. Which would be in itself <laughs> amazing. Not often, certainly. Trust me that. So we will see. I mean, i would be sad to see him go because he's a paris born and bred kid. Obviously, he grew up in, in, in Montreuil. And I love that. Those Parisians are playing for PSG, that I can also. He wants to play more, and I think not that he's going to be a starter for every game at Bayern, but he would have maybe more opportunity well, to start there. Sorry, Hakimi is better than him at right back. Yes. Yeah. No. And Luis Enrique, I don't think fancied him that fancies him that much either. So, although given
0: Kimpembe's sick note situation and the fact that they have Milan and
1: here, don't you need him as a? You've got Geraldo now. Who's already playing, he played in the cab. Geraldo's a child. I know, but Danilo, Danilo isn't getting younger. Danilo is a center back. Danilo's, a, back Danilo's a six. Why don't you send this why don't you send oh my God to Tuchel. Tujol knows him. Well. Yeah. Make make a lot more sense. Great idea for fifteen uh, no for Tony's money. Hundred million for Danilo. <laughs> Gab, who is Christian Spendy? And why are we talking about him? <laughs> So, you may
0: not be familiar with Christian Definitely Spendi not. because he plays in the third division in Italy okay. for Cisina. Although you might know his brother, Stefan Spendi, yeah. who plays sometimes for uh, Impoli in, uh, in Serie A. So, he's an Italian uh, footballer of uh, Albanian descent. The story's not really about him. It's about his dad. I think the story is really cool, if a bit worrying. Um, <laughs> so... Anyway, he was playing for Cesena against Olbia in, in the Italian third division. He had a clash with uh, with a keeper, left him with a broken eyebrow, um, and he had to come off. And so at the final whistle, what happens? Um, Christian Spendi's dad comes down from the stands, runs onto the pitch, and he punches the goalkeeper, Filippo Rinaldi, who, uh, who had injured his son. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. You, I, no, we can't praise that.
1: This is not, I, I, you I, should not, not
0: do this. Okay, it's not as cool as that video, That's uh, that famous story of the, uh, of the of that woman. You can find this on YouTube. I'm sure you've seen it. If not, it's hilarious. The one of like the, the, the boxer in the ring who's getting beaten up and his mom yeah. runs into the ring and takes off her shoe and hits the other guy. But I, yeah. I, I, no, I, look, uh, I, I think Spendy I Sr. has some anger management uh, issues. Definitely. Sam Kerr can't catch a break. Jules, she was injured at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, played, well, I know she played, but she played injured and wasn't yeah, the real yeah. Sam Kerr. Yeah. And now she suffered a cruciate ligament uh, injury. She's thirty years old. It's tough to come back at that age, especially yeah. when a lot of your game is based on athleticism. Yeah, in yeah. Kerr's case. It's
1: really sad news coming from the um, the winter camp that Chelsea are in in, in Morocco uh, to get a bit of sun as well as. Some football, uh, doing her training. It's not. It's. She's added her name to the long list of players who had that injury in the women's game. If you think about Beth Mead and Leah Williamson and Vivian Medema and all of that, it's just incredible how many ACL injuries we've seen in the women's game at, at the top 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 level in in recent months. So good luck to her. You're right. I don't know. This is a eight month, if not more, could be slightly less, but usually it's around eight months absence its a very long time at that age. It's a big blow, of course, for her personally and she's, had really, she's been unlucky with injuries lately, as we said. For Chelsea, of course, considering she's one of the best strikers in the world, if not the one, the, the best one. So, terrible news yesterday from, from Chelsea's camp. Catalan media reporting that Barcelona are taking a serious look at Thiago Alcantara. I mean, continuing in the uh, crazy quick hits. Gab, is he the answer? I think I know your answer.
0: Okay, so he hasn't actually played football since uh, last April. Obviously, he's been dealing yes. with, with with an injury. I was ready to go and have a long, hard giggle about this, but then it occurred to me: he's twenty four years old. Sorry, not twenty four no. years old. If only, if no. only. Yeah, uh, his contract is up in, in 20, June, yeah. in June twenty twenty four. Right? Uh, there's no Liverpool are not going to give him a new deal. Definitely not. Um, Liverpool have moved on. He's made a lot of money in his career, played for really big clubs. He's, I don't know if he was born in Barcelona. In fact, I believe since his dad is Mazzino, he yeah. might have been born in Italy. So he's really one of us. But he was certainly raised in uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Um, why not come back? Well, this is another one of those situations. Got six months to go. Can I go to Klopp and say, Jürgen, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We've won some important things together. I'm not going to get a new deal here. You and I both know that. I make too much money. Um, let me...
1: Will you cancel my contract? And like, can I join Barcelona? In what role, though? OK, he's joining us. If, if that means we see less of Sergio Alberto, I'm all for it. Yes, please, do the Thiago. More seriously then, where does it fit?
0: I, I don't know. I love these
1: romantic stories. No, no, me too. Just and just I love Thiago
0: on, on his day. As he doesn't know. fit in the starting 11. But if you can... If, again, I have no idea if he's in any condition to play, right? But in certain games, if with Gavi, Gavi's out, he won't be back for a long time. Petri's always tired and injured, blah, blah, blah. If you need, want somebody who can hold the ball and who can yeah. pass, presumably he's still able to do yeah. that. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? Better than Oreo Romeo can. Yeah. Probably better than Frankie de Jong. Maybe he's an alternative to, to, to Gundogan, or at least deep line Gundogan, yeah. which I think we're going to see less and less of. Maybe you come back and you say, hey, I'm here to help. Pay me whatever you want to pay me. They can't pay much anyway, right? Yeah. Um, give me a six-month contract. We evaluate in the summer. I'd love to see gestures like that. No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Mohamed Ali Cho is on his way back to uh, League
1: 1, I'm quite excited with this. He signed for Nice. Oh, he's about to sign for Nice. Um, I don't think the move from Angers to Real Sociedad worked out for him. He had a few injuries. I, I think, think, think they realized he's not from La Cantera yeah but still i think he had enough talent i just just don't know what happened exactly there but it didn't work out he wanted to come home he will he had the choice between Nice and strasbourg uh, yeah Uh, and and i think i think this is really good for him i think it's really good i like this a lot i want to see him there Uh, and he's only 20 years old so he left really young to be fair really early so nice
0: and Strasbourg, yep. somebody might say,
1: Manchester United or Chelsea,
0: which That's dysfunctional right. club? Did,
1: did he get? I mean, even right now, if although Strasbourg have been doing better under Patrick Vieira in the last few weeks, before the break, but you join Nice, I think I think this is an exciting project with, with Faioli. You know you're going to play because even if Muffy didn't go to the to the African combination, there's Laborde on the right-hand side, you can take his place. Boga on the left has gone to AFCON, so there's that position there available for you. And, and I think, yeah, I think he's got so much quality, really. And I always thought that the Real Sociedad move was a little bit strange. One, because he came so early. He was still so young. And I don't think there was a need. He could have stayed in Ligue 1, a bit like Eli for a little bit longer. Um, and, and two, I thought even there that he had all the qualities to be good in that, that team, but didn't work out for him. So let's wish him good luck back in Ligue 1. Clothing brands Super Dry are taking legal action against Manchester City.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if this is a publicity stunt from them, but apparently they've actually filed papers. Uh, if it's a publicity it? stunt, shame on them. I, I don't particularly like that brand. Um, so <laughs> okay. this is the part I don't understand. And again, this is a legal <laughs> thing. Lawyers, you know my view. Yeah. So Manchester City, they've done a kit sponsorship deal with Azahi, the Japanese beer brand. One of Azahi's labels is called Super Dry. Now, Super Dry has been around, I think, since i lived in japan as a child which is a long long time ago in the 1980s in fact um so they're maybe saying that this creates confusion brand infringement i mean for me personally with all respect to the clothing brand super dry being associated with manchester city for free if there are people if there are morons out there who look at uh, jeremy doku in, in in training and say oh look you know, he's, he's advertising well, the, the stupid super dry t-shirts and hoodies. I better go and buy one. You should only be happy that you're being associated with one of the most successful brands in sport, right? Yeah. Um, but what I don't get is the beer brand's been around much longer than the clothing brand. Yeah. So I don't understand what basis this is. I hope we haven't just given them all free publicity <laughs> for out of nonsense. <laughs> but think hey, so have a legal it's a strange case. strange one. It, it is bizarre. Um, it is really bizarre. Our
1: pal, Fernando Santos, has a new home, Jules. Yeah.
0: The former Portugal manager will be taking his positive attitude and joyous <laughs> approach to Besiktas.
1: <laughs> and he's attacking football, obviously. And he's,
0: to one of the greatest stadiums, by the way. Exactly.
1: But he did so well for Poland as the uh, Poland national team head coach that he got rewarded after being psyched from Poland by... A job for Besiktas, who, as, you, as we know, we mentioned in the quickies a few shows ago, got rid of five of their players, like Eric Bailly and, and so on, because they didn't like their attitudes. It's not the best of environment right now, considering where Galatasaray and Fenerbahce are, especially in the league, but hey, you know, uh, maybe a bit more defensive solidity. With the ever smiling uh, Fernando Santos would be good for them. Maybe that's what it is. Marshall United round out the FA Cup weekend in a few hours as uh, on Monday nights as they face Wigan Athletic away from home. In the meantime, Amad Diallo has taken to social media gab to rubbish reports that he's going he's going that he would not go out on loan again.
0: Uh yeah. Um good for him. I don't this is just an excuse to talk about Amad Diallo because I have <laughs> a like soft spot for him. I know. I think has something to get. I think when he came on, he looks good. I think if you're a United fan, the more Diallo means the less Anthony. Um, there are other people, of course, who we, we've seen. We've seen him play Garnacho on the right. Uh, we've seen him play Rashford on the right. Yeah. Uh, I think is an issue, and. You know, sometimes when you chuck in the kids, the kids do well. Maybe even tonight, maybe gets Wigans an opportunity to play the kids. Or, or would be, if not yeah. for the fact that the FA Cup right now is Manchester United's Champions League, because they're not in the Champions League or the Europa League. That's right. And so it becomes very important. So but hopefully hopefully he contributes. And I want him to contribute at Manchester United. He's had his loan spell, he did well in his loan That's spell, true. he's had his injury. Give him a shot. Brazil have a new national team manager, yeah, 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 Jules. Yeah, yeah. Dorival Jr. will replace Fernando Diniz.
1: Yeah, so they went to the guy who... Uh, Formerly at Sao Paulo. Yes, Sao Paulo, who we won the uh, Brazilian Cup with. So, Diniz did really well with Fluminense, obviously, domestically. That didn't work out for the national team, so they thought, hey, who else did okay domestically in our league? Oh, yeah, let's go for Dorival Jr., who's 61 years old, who really, let's be honest... I, I cannot see as this kind of level, but it's, maybe you, it's just me.
0: You know what's funny? It's a cultural thing. You know, people say, oh, like, um, clubs are too trigger-happy in Europe. They don't give managers time. Man, in Brazil. So he started coaching in 2002. Okay. I counted 26 different clubs. In 22 years? It's something like that. Ferroviaria, Figueirense Fortaleza, Cruciuma, Juventus, World of Recife, Hawaii, Saucatano, Cruzeiro, Cruciuma, no, sorry, Cruzeiro, Coritiba, Vasco da Gama, Santos, Atlético Mineiro, Internacional, Flamengo, Vasco da Gama again, Fluminense, Palmeiras, Santos, Sao Paulo, Flamengo again, Atlético Paranaense, Ceará, Flamengo again, Sao Paulo, and now Brazil.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe he's I, writing I a book. Think. Maybe he's writing a book about, you know, I've managed every single <laughs> club in Brazil. It's a record Guinness. I don't know. It's strange. I mean, we wish him good luck there of course Uh, i think they're coming and play england and the dutch they're still brazil yeah they're still brazil and they have a lot of talent but yeah and sticking with brazil a more sad story of course the legendary mario zagallo has passed away at 92 years of age this weekend gabby made history in many ways
0: yeah so i've had the privilege of of meeting him um he made history because, obviously, he won the World Cup in 1958-1962. He was out on the wing. He was yeah. kind of the winger who always kind of doubled back, did his defensive work, allowed the other winger to to, to, to shine. Uh, he's the last surviving player from the 1958 final. That's actually, right. Actually, he was. Uh, and then in 1970, he comes back and he becomes a manager of the Brazilian national team. And, you know, a lot of people... You know how every so often people just come yeah. out and talk about the importance of psychology in sports and sports psychologists. Oh, it's the innovation of the future. Whatever you think of sports psychology and sports psychologists, it's not the innovation of the future. Because in 1970, Brazil, largely to Jumayo to, to Zagalo, they had, they had a sports psychologist with them in the national team. Mm. So he was a pioneer in many different ways, um, a real class act and a real, a real gentleman. And uh, yeah, sad day. Jules, that brings us to an end. Ah. But I'm going to be back on Thursday. You, you won't be. We're going to have Stuart Robson coming yeah. in because it's the Spanish Super Cup. How about it that? Is. Also, the Rome Derby in the Coppa Italia. A ton of stuff going on. The League Cup semifinals. Yeah, of course. Wow. Uh, until then, love the game. Love your name. Love yourself.
2: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com gab. Just go to indeed.com gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.